0: Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with John Solano and Andy Mattioli. Hello everybody, welcome back to a very uh, somber episode of the Roma Press Podcast. We hope that you are doing well. Before we get into everything, a quick thank you to our newest patron over at Patreon, David Kacekian and Michael Smith. We thank you both for your support and to all of our other wonderful patrons who make the show and the website possible we thank you so so much for your support andy um it was either myself or you i don't know who the guilty party is but one of us ended uh the post derby episode by saying things can't get much worse uh so i blame us i blame you and myself for speaking yesterday into existence because (laughs) apparently it can (laughs) get worse (laughs) It, it, it it can get worse um I didn't think it was possible after Friday for it to get worse. I tried to be optimistic, but guess what? It got worse, and you could make the argument that it got worse by a pretty profound percentage because that, I mean, there's so much that we can discuss from this. I don't even know where to start. Do we want to start with Fonseca? Let's start there. Let's start with the latest stuff and then work our way back. We'll start with most embarrassing this time. So, we now find ourselves. You were bringing it up the last month or so. This winter, uh, what were you calling it? The winter fall off, the winter
1: something, yeah, the disaster, downfall, eh,
0: downfall, whatever. <laughs> the the usual, I guess we could just call it. Well, again, I blame you for speaking this into existence. So we now find ourselves with a manager in discussion, a team manager who for the second time in a matter of five months has made a critical error. And we could also blame Fonseca for that as well, because the, the buck stops with him, I guess you would say. Um, And we have the usual uh, dreaded vote of confidence being given by Roma's new owners, who they, they are getting the full uh, experience of the ambiente, Andy, and it only took five months, so... Uh, I'm, I'm glad that they're seeing how things go here pretty early. Uh, so we are in, uh, it almost feels like everything back to normal now, right? We were getting excited, but apparently we got ahead of ourselves and we forgot that Roma at the end is Roma. So uh, for the moment, at least, Fonseca is staying on. Now this comes after um, uh, following the match, uh, both Freakins, Dan and Ryan. Dan... On his crutches, he recently had knee surgery, so I can only imagine uh, the pain he must feel after having to watch that match. He probably would have preferred another surgery on his knee. Uh, they met with Tiago Pinto following the match. Uh, the Friedkins decided to sleep on whether or not to sack him, and then they were going to decide in the morning. They met again this morning. Uh, Guido Fienga was also present. You know oh, What a surprise. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk about him in a moment. Jesus. Yeah, I've got plenty to say about him, but they met again this morning and they decided to move forward with Fonseca. And when you look at the uh, the, the calendar, Andy, I think we would say that it's probably the most prudent thing to do, right?
1: Of course, and it's uh, I'm you know I'm uh, I, when I was thinking yesterday when I was thinking of coming on here I dreaded coming on here because I knew the most <laughs> uh, first of all the the match was hilarious I mean it was it was it was something that you could even watch with your eyes closed and it was a thing of beauty um, especially for a Coppa game I I don't know the last time I properly enjoyed the Coppa Italia game. This one I I thoroughly enjoyed just by how ridiculous it was. I mean, you had uh, uh, two double red cards within a span of 40 seconds. Um, You had Daniele Verde rising from the dead, uh, scoring a header. um, And the guy is is about as tall as a kindergarten kid. Um, (laughs) And then uh, you have Saponara. Uh, Just going full Ronaldinho mode, obviously. What was that? Um, And I'm glad that the scoreline got nullified so that he can't enjoy it because um, there are a few players that I despise as much as I despise Saponara, just randomly, just like that. Um, that is and very
0: then, random. I didn't know and, this about you.
1: Well, yeah, and and obviously then you have well the the club is La Padula and Saponara, so mm. that's a two man club. Um, and then obviously had you know the the cherry on top, which was the 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 substitution that led to the game being nullified and lost by Roma. So, um, it was hilarious and it was it was a, a sort of a, a, a game that. I don't think will so easily be forgotten just by how ridiculous it was, and um, but then I I dreaded it, I dreaded the thought of coming on here because I knew what I would read, what I would hear, and exactly what I expected to read and hear um, followed, and uh, and and to me the the just the thought of uh, right now considering sacking Fonseca right now after this game um, is very disappointing because i am uh, i'm probably one of the few people that from the beginning said um until the end of the season fonseca should be here you know uh, at least until the end of the season let the season end let, let's see where we are at the end of the season and then make the decision because um i've seen this movie too many times john i don't know about you but um i'm too i'm too tired of of seeing yes the, the usual downfall that happens in, in, uh, in January, around January, um, certainly after the Christmas break. Um, I'm too tired of seeing coach after coach being dismissed. Some rightfully so. Um, I don't think getting rid of Fonseca right now would be the right thing to do. And it, it wouldn't be just um, because I don't think Fonseca is a coach that... Uh, Has, I think he he has done enough things to warrant, uh, to keep his job until the end of the season. Um, Because right now, I, I ask to all of those that say Fonseca out right now, what are the options? Because if you do believe that Allegri in January is willing to come in and make that change, um, embrace the team right now at his disposal, um, then you're in for a big surprise. Um, obviously, in the article that not so long ago published by Di Marzio, who obviously gets his Allegri news from mm. somebody that we all know. Um, uh, I,
0: I, yeah, because I'm about to go off on him. Yes. So go ahead. Finish yeah, your thought.
1: If, finish my thought. Yeah, obviously, in that article, <laughs> there is the mention of Allegri, but then obviously you have you have the name of Mazzari. Now, for everybody that says get Allegri or Sari, I tell you, if if you really want to change, then get accustomed to hearing the name of Mazzari and try to think w- whether you would like to see Mazzari come in in January to take over this team and can could he do better, okay? Because that's the reality of the situation. The reality of the situation is not Allegri. It's not Sarri. Uh, The reality of the situation is the Donadoni's, the Mazzaris of this world, the Alberto de Rossi's of the world—that's the reality of the situation. So, just to finish off my 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 initial thought, I'm tired of seeing the same movie of coach after coach being dismissed. I think Fonseca needs a chance to ride out the the terrible, whatever it is that maybe may be happening inside the team or. We don't know how long this is going to last Maybe, listen, maybe everything ends in, uh, Against Spezia Or against Verona Maybe he's able to overcome this I, I truly hope so But at least he deserves that chance He deserves to, like every other coach In every other team He deserves a chance to write out the negativity
0: so my only my only pushback to what you're saying about Fonseca is I think there are moments where some things are just so unbecoming and below a club. Can we at least agree this substitution thing um, when added to what happened against Verona uh, having to you, you lose a point because you mistakenly add Yahuara into the under 23 category of your team sheet. Can we at least agree that is entirely unbecoming of a club of Roma size? Yeah.
1: Yeah, of course. But is it is it is it just is, does that stop at Fonseca? I mean, is it is it only Fonseca? I I don't think so.
0: I think yesterday for sure is Fonseca. Now listen, Gombar, I'm not going to get into that. I know him. I like I like him, so I I don't want to tee off on him. There's nothing more that you or I could add about him that hasn't already been said. I guess my thing is. A manager has to know how many substitutions he has. And when you have Pellegrini standing right next to you saying, this is the sixth, this is the sixth. Fonseca, I, I mean, everybody is screenshotting the look that he has on his face. And he did look, I, I mean, the guy looked like he was on an acid trip.
1: Yes. Yeah, he, he did. He did look like he was on an acid trip. I think everybody was on an acid trip yesterday. Um. It just, I, I don't know, John. I... Uh you know that's why i said i was dreading coming on here because and sharing my thoughts because i'm trying to stay positive i'm trying to be the positive force because i think that it, it, we 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 have experienced the same thing over and over and um i think that there needs to be a change in how we view these things obviously yesterday was ridiculous it was embarrassing it was shameful and that error is on Fonseca and everybody else around him because you can't have a staff full of people that have no idea what the rules of the competition they're playing in are you know it's it's not okay it's not okay to be there in nine you're playing in nine against Spezia and you don't know whether you can uh, uh make uh, uh an extra substitution or not that's that's not professional that is disgusting um, and that should change as soon as possible. But to me, that's not the 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 reaction to that cannot be. Let's sack Fonseca and see what happens. It, it just at this point in time, this season, it cannot happen.
0: So then, I, I I guess I go back to you with: Are you merely okay with keeping Fonseca simply because there are a lack of alternatives? I guess how much does that play into your mindset with this?
1: I listen. I I was from from the very beginning. I was all along. I wanted when we brought in Fonseca. I wanted to Fonseca to be the coach we keep for the upcoming two three years, maybe even more. Who knows? I wanted to have something like like uh, let's say I'm not going. To the, to the stars with the comparison of Klopp, I wanted something along the lines of Atalanta with Gasperini you take coach and you trust him no matter what obviously aspirations objectives are different for these teams that's not my point, my point is I wanted Fonseca to become at least for a while the, the reference point of this team because this team has gone so many changes from Eusebio Di Francesco to Ranieri, Monchi um Massara returning no then it, it just just this huge mess huge chaos that is never good for a club and i wanted Fonseca to be the the main point the the stronghold of this team now i realize that he has he has done a, a lot of good things he has done a lot a lot of uh, mistakes as well um but I was all all along with the with the idea that this guy has to stay at least till the end of the season, and um i think I think he could be capable of overcoming this difficulty. It's just again we have to we have to believe in that because we've seen uh, the uh, spalletti struggle in this period of time we've seen Garcia get sacked in this period of time we see we saw uh, Di francesco just go about almost destroying us. Within that, because Roma trusted him, that's what Roma did. Um, They trusted him until March, and then eventually they let him go. But here, I just, I just don't want to believe that that we are going down the same path as usual. I would like to see a, a difference, and I think that this Copa game matters to an extent. To me, obviously, my opinion can change within the next two games with we, we, after spezia and after verona that's when my opinion can change obviously
0: oh i am shocked at your level of optimism that so you 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 just said you you
1: think he can turn this around i do <laughs> i do Whoa. i don't i mean I, I know i know it sounds ridiculous to say that that terrible performance yesterday i mean it's, it's stuff of nightmares it's um spezia against us are on the same level of uh, hatred as liverpool um it's it's that kind of rival- rivalry it seems like um and uh, yeah i i don't i'm not optimistic i want to be hopeful i want to see a, a change in terms of how we approach these next few games i hope that i'm i'm right that this team can get get out of this spiral of negativity the one thing though that i i i am worried and that i think should be figured out internally within the roma management should be made very very clear to fonseca is when he said yesterday that i've been you know i've been scrutinized i've been under discussion uh uh since the very beginning yeah Right, that's that's a bit worrying when you when when your coach from the previous ownership now still a year uh, 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 longer than a year afterwards still feels like um, his position is not secured. That's a problem because that will obviously affect how he goes about business. Right, um, I just think that he deserves a chance.
0: So. I don't okay, listen, I, I, I think yesterday my opinion on this is very I if I haven't made that abundantly clear. I think what happened yesterday, I think there are moments regardless of the actual performance, because if we're you know, if we are just analyzing the minutes on the pitch, my horal, how many goals did he eat yesterday? Was it five? Maybe ten? Oh, easily,
1: easily, easily. And Kumbula, can we talk about that, that, that thing that he did? How, you know, the, the, that's the the episodes yesterday show a whole different story.
0: I mean, there are a lot of things we can point to. Paulo Lopez missing the kick, <laughs> whiffing on the ball and being sent off. I, Andy, have you ever seen uh, two players sent off within like 20 seconds of each other? Two actions consecutive yeah. actions. Yeah.
1: Can we can we also have you ever seen have you ever seen a, a referee from Liguria referee a match where a team from Liguria plays? <laughs> uh,
0: so the referee the refereeing performance and listen, I, I is that the reason why they lost? I, I think there are no, are obviously of, no. Right, I think there are a number of reasons as to why yesterday happened. The referee, in my opinion, is not number one, but we can't ignore it. How many phantom offsides were there? I I can't believe that that was allowed <laughs> to take place. I, I yeah. mean, one of the most shocking refereeing displays.
1: Yeah, and you knew all along when when you just saw that th- this guy is from the same region. Spezia are from I I don't know who who decides that who makes up these uh, these decisions for for referees being appointed but that was ridiculous from the start and then when the match actually unfolded you know you have Roma just squandering chances um absolutely getting uh, destroyed within the opening 15 minutes I mean that was humiliating that was humiliating and then trying to get back into it. But then you have this refereeing display that is just I mean, I just want to say that in in January, usually we have these internal implosions. But then the external stuff like the refereeing that just gets worse and worse um, doesn't help at all.
0: It doesn't help at all. No, but. When you factor in the poor refereeing with the usual Roma meltdowns, that's what you get yesterday. That entire thing was a clown show. You know, is this a mentality thing? Yes. Is it a lack of character thing? Yes. Guys like Pedro, too. Unwatchable. Pedro was unwatchable yesterday. My Joral again. I mean, his his own personal XG yesterday he had to have been like twenty five. It's yeah. astonishing that a professional and the, and the worst would...
1: thing is that you bring in Jekyll and he makes those same mistakes. That's the <laughs> that's that's the depressing part. Oh, yeah.
0: I, I guess my thing is, and, I, and I, somehow this all comes together, and at least in my mind it does. I just don't see the way forward now. The only The only positive at the moment, Andy, is their position in the league table, which of course is higher than what you and I expected. But again, I think there are things that are just so unbecoming of a club of Roma size and stature that it doesn't really matter. You have to put all things aside and whether or not it's logical, you could we can debate that i'm sure you know hindsight if, if hindsight were 2020 i would look back and say oh my gosh well two bad results why did we act so emotional uh in that moment or make a rash decision but the substitution thing i mean certainly you have to factor that in right i, I mean it is such a huge stain it's an embarrassment
1: yes it is it is an embarrassment but um <laughs> i mean it's i don't i i don't know i mean i i do i do i feel worse than i when i i did when we lost 7 to 1 to fiorentina i i don't know john i mean we've we've suffered plenty as uh, as fans so there is i just don't <laughs> i just don't know when these embarrassments are supposed to, uh, when these embarrassments deserve a reaction you know it, it's there's been so many of them uh yesterday was exceptional yes but then again you say you don't see a way out then my question to you is um is is in your mind a, a, a sacking fonseca at least a, a step towards uh a, a, a better way out
0: i um i don't know <laughs> i i really don't know because if you were to do that obviously you run the risk of totally throwing away the league campaign yeah and correct. F- for a club like Rome obviously you, you you can't do that uh, Champions League being so important and vital to the club you you can't just simply throw that away. Uh, I don't know though. I, I I feel like what we've seen from Fonseca in these last two to three weeks when you when you pile everything on top of each other, you know, after Napoli, that's fine, okay, that is what it is, it was after the, the, the passing of Maradona, that's fine, okay, we, we get them back in the next one, and then you, then you add the defeat to Atalanta on top of that, and then you add the derby on top of that, and then you add yesterday on top of that, it, it just feels like it gets to a point where how much more can you take, and you have to make some sort of move so I, I don't know I don't know what the right answer is I know what I feel which is I, I would sack him but it is a valid it is a valid argument when you say well who do you bring in and listen I like Spalletti but come on Um I, I just for a third time we, we want to do that again I don't know yeah, but
1: I, you, <laughs> and it's not happening right now he's not gonna say no to his inter salary it's not happening and uh, Austini wrote a, a great article um, where he initially he had this great premise of listing all these names: Paletti, Sari, Allegri, blah, blah blah blah, and then the final two sentences were, "But uh, fans should realize that the most realistic option is to have Alberto De Rossi on the bench for Roma for the upcoming matches." Is that something that fans out there want really? Is that Alberto De Rossi? <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> You know, Andrea Dazzoli was, in my opinion, the worst caretaker that ever existed uh, in Italian football. But, uh, listen, I love Al- uh, Dead Alsi's father, but um, no, that wouldn't exactly get me thrilled. I'd rather see Bruno Conti come back. That was fun <laughs> the first time that happened. Um <laughs> You know, I have to tell you though, I, I'm trying to fill time by talking slower and filling space with nonsensical phrases, just just because I have no idea yeah. what the hell, what the hell to even say or talk about because it feels like, well, do, when can this club, I, can like... I just inter-
1: just if for example, just suppose that we go on and we win against Spezia, we win against Verona. Does that change the way you perceive Fonseca going forward? Mm, no, I mean, does it for you? I do think so. Yes, I mean, See, I said- I, don't,
0: I don't, I don't. For me, I just think that these two upcoming matches are, are are two that you should win anyway. I mean, regardless of who the manager is, even if it was not today at Zoli, I, I I would expect them to win that. So if they give a reaction, I mean, of course, we'll be happy. We'll be on here celebrating uh, celebrating the three points. But then you have the uh, the elephant in the room, I guess we could call it. You have that Juve match right after the Verona one. And <laughs> given what we've seen from the big matches this season, I really can't help but feel that that one is, is uh, we're already doomed for it.
1: Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, to, I said it. I said so at the beginning of this episode. To me, surprisingly, um, unlike a lot of people that I've, I've, I've interacted with in the last twenty four hours, uh, I'm yesterday's game do, doesn't do it for me in terms of whether I'm in or out. To me, the, 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 the matches against Spezia and Verona are the ones that will define my my opinion on whether we stick to with Fonseca or not because if i you say that it it should be a guaranteed you know that that it we should be winning these games whether you know whether we are in a in a in a slump or not but these roma slumps in january have always had these moments where the pain just goes on and on. um, And there seems to be no way out. So for me, if this team can get six points out of the the next two matches, that already shows that there is something, that there is something in this team, there is something in this manager, at least till the end of the season.
0: This thing with Fonseca then, my biggest issue is, and I've been saying this the last couple of, of episodes where I, I i haven't said that he should be sacked i think this is the first time where i'm saying i i think it might be time my biggest thing is his lack of man reaction his lack of growth his lack of i don't know man i i keep looking at that clip where <laughs> Pellegrini's doing the talking to Gomb- uh, Gombar and about the substitutions and, and you look at fonseca and he looks like um I mean, it looks like he he again was on like an acid trip and doesn't know where he is. He's not reacting, and then I have to tell you, man, the um his postmaster press conference. Uh, maybe those shouldn't bother me as much as they do, but I, I'm a big um like body language. Uh, I don't know. I I think the emotions that you display before and after. I think they tell something about the moment that you're in and the type of personality that you have. Man, was he combative after that? When he the first question he got asked by Rai was about the sixth substitution, and his answer for that was really strange. Don't didn't you think that too? I thought I thought his reply I was I, I like had a very confused look when I first heard it because I thought, wow, that is a that's an odd way to answer that question. <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, again, it was um, it, it was a very typical uh, post match press conference for for him. I mean, uh, he gives these answers that are sort of not n- nor here nor there, and uh, they're you know halfway there. It's it's uh, usually filled with this uh, sort of veiled po- positive outlook. You know, we had um, the the performance was fine, or I like the player's attitude, or whatever. You know, and We'll resolve. We'll look at this problem internally um, when when asked about the the, the six substitution. So it was very odd. It's it's uh, it's something that. But I do. I I don't know. Again, it's it's we have we we will uh, probably agree to disagree. I just think that these with him at least um, these conferences following the game always means something but to a to to an extent um at least that's that's how i perceive it
0: what are just your general thoughts and feelings now because these last two matches andy I, i know we keep saying that there is a lot of football left to be played it is difficult to have that perspective though after these two matches because again it's one thing to lose but the manner in which They've lost these last two. I mean, it goes beyond the usual kick to the groin that we're so used to Roma giving to us. I mean, we can take those, but this wasn't just your normal defeat in the Derby. It wasn't a normal defeat against Spezia. I mean, these were abnormal, embarrassing losses. I I, I just don't know how you recover from these.
1: That's exactly what we're talking about. Can they recover? if the answer is yes then good for us good for the fans good for roma um because i i i will i will die. this is the hill i will die on i'm sorry uh, it's i've i've seen a lot of mistakes i've seen a lot of embarrassing stuff i've seen um in numerous matches against bigger sides of uh, of players that looked disinterested players that couldn't react players that uh, you know, players like Pedro or Mikitarian or Dzeko who with all their experience couldn't get anything uh, out of these matches. Um, even yesterday, it, it was, it was an embarrassing display, but I also saw this team do good. And I also know that we both sat here and, and commented on these good things. And um, we're sitting where we're sitting because we did some things right. and, to me, there is there is no point in right now losing that hope. Everything can change within the next couple of of games, and I mean it. I, I'll listen. If 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 something goes south, I'll be the first one to admit it. It's not like I'm related to Fonseca, and that's why I'm defending him. I'm. If you can find me a better alternative, if you can, if you can show me a way this team can perform better, can uh, can with with the material at hand uh then then, beautiful, if you can show me a manager that can go out and say to Mayoral, listen this is this is the frame of the goal the 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 objective of the game is to have the ball go into the back of the net, and the same goes for Jeo, who um has become a shell of himself really in these last few matches. If you can find me somebody that can do that and then help us maintain the same position in the standings that we're currently in, then I'm more than happy. Um, I just think, I do think there is a lot of football to be played. I, and again, I'm, we've seen last year, we went through a slump. It was Fonseca's first season and we were we, we, we sort of let it by, right? We, we accepted it. It was inevitable this year. I want to see what he can do. I can't, I can't accept the fact that we're just going to wipe him off, uh, after the, 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 the sort of the first signs of a major slump. I want to see whether he can overcome it or not. We gave the chance for a guy like Di Francesco who's shown much less than Fonseca. I don't see why, Fonseca, why why we can't give the same chance to Fonseca. That's all.
0: I was about to say, Eusebio Di Francesco was able to keep right. his job after losing seven to one. Yes. yes. I guess when you take it from that standpoint, Fonseca definitely deserves to stay on.
1: And especially, especially you know, again, we, we'll probably get to it because you wanted to. Especially when you have somebody yeah, behind yeah. you, behind your back, behind yeah. your back, constantly doing what that person is doing, which is it's unfair and puts pressure on everybody.
0: Let me peel back the curtain a little bit on... Andy is referring to Roma CEO Guido Fienga. Let me just peel back the curtain on this a little bit. Because I, I have been pretty adamant that in the near future, Friedkin, they will be looking for a new CEO. They want their own guy. They wanted to keep Fienga on board because obviously somebody with experience at the club, and he was a carryover from the previous management so he has kept his place as uh, CEO of Roma. But knowing what I know and people I've talked to, both at Roma and Friedkin, it, it is interesting the way mm, the, the way they utilize Fienga, I guess you would say. Fienga is not very in the know uh, as to some of the things that are happening. For instance, if you were to ask Fienga, hey, uh, we saw that the Friedkin's jet we saw that one of their private planes took off. Where are they going? Fienga wouldn't know. Um, there are a Did lot he know of about
1: Pinto? He didn't
0: know that they were meeting with him on, I believe it was the 31st of October, when Dan Friedkin, Ryan Friedkin, Mark Watts, and Eric Williamson, they went from Rome to Lisbon, and they were meeting um, with with Pinto. Fienga was not told about him. Um Fienga sort of operates on his own little island. And you can tell by some of the information that is disseminated <laughs> to, uh, to the media, um, and I guess the way it's disseminated as well, that it's coming directly from Fienga. It's very weird, um, Fienga's role and the way he, he's working within this Roma. Again, he is on his own little island. He does. He has at this point, he has zero input on the transfer market. Now, before Pinto arrived a couple of weeks ago, he was holding talks with Manuel El Shadawi, and he still talks to Manuel, but he's not holding meetings with agents, intermediaries. Uh, he, he, he essentially has been frozen out of any player related, or I should say, on the pitch football related matters. He's primarily handling the business side of things, which, I mean, he has plenty of experience doing that. And to be quite honest with you, I'm very comfortable if he were to remain in the long term, if that was his role, I'm completely okay with that because he does have, um, as far as a business acumen goes, he has a very strong background in that regard. So I have nothing to, you know, I have no qualms with that whatsoever, but you just said it, um, I think there is a bit of bitterness on his part in the way his role has been defined by this Faridkin. Again, they, they do not keep him in the know with where they're going, who they're meeting with, players that are incoming, players that are outgoing. Fienga is nowhere... He doesn't have anywhere near the level of influence that he did under Palauta. So maybe that, that bothers him. Maybe that makes him bitter. And to go back to what you're referring to... Um, before the Friedkins officially acquired Roma, um, Fienga wanted to uh, wanted to bring allegri to the club, and then once Friedkin officially took over in mid August, uh, Fienga was pushing mm, incredibly hard, incredibly, incredibly hard. And do we remember during that period where it looked like it was growing increasingly likely we? Uh, I mean, we had uh, Dancing with the Stars ask, asking Max Allegri, hey, are we going to see you in the capital? Uh, Jesus. <laughs> and there is one person that that came from, and it's Fienga. And he and uh, and, and our good friend, Sandro Alstini, he uh, he 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 went into this a little bit. You can read his piece on the tempo. Uh, Fienga and Fonseca do not get along. They have not gotten along for some time. But once Freakin' arrived, they're their rapport their relationship uh, totally gone and and that's been it's been widely known i guess it just hasn't been that reported on just because it didn't seem like that big of a deal if you're just reassigning fienga to more of a business focused role but if you have fienga now pushing once again for a uh, you could understand some of the bitterness on fonseca's part right i mean you would think that's kind of slimy right don't course. don't you Andy? i mean i i, I think that's Kind of an odd way to go about things that
1: that's 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 the one thing that sort of um if there is something that i i i, I need the the Friedkins to do is to figure out that situation because uh i realized that they wanted to to keep somebody from the previous management to sort of uh, have a, a go-to person for some certain situations a person that is more familiar with with uh, the handling of, of the club uh but it's inexcusable to have you know that conflict, and then one of those people still going after in this case Fonseca um behind the back, because this is something that Roma don't need can't afford to have, especially right now when you know when we go through a tough spell, and um inevitably all the reports suddenly. The floodgates open And it's uh, Allegri has talked to this person <laughs> And has given his go-ahead He is very happy with the, You know, with the potential offer It's um, That's a lot of You know, that's That's a lot of BS In my opinion When When you go through a tough spell You need the opposite of that You need everybody on the same boat And uh, That's one thing that the Friedkins, um Should be held accountable Is Not figuring out that situation sooner
0: Okay, so to end it here with the Freedkins, I had a ton of people because I, I sent something out, a tweet. I said something like, the Freedkins are pretty serious. They're a serious group. Let's wait and see what happens because I, you know, just, again, getting to know them over this last, geez, Jesus, year and five months. I mean, these people do not operate like your typical, uh, like you would expect from your typical Italian club. We're, we're just going to have to get used to this. MO of theirs they are different if that hasn't become abundantly clear by now these guys don't talk to anybody um i had a ton of people like yelling at me after i tweeted that saying and i'm about to reply to a guy on twitter who says oh there these are really serious people um let's see what happened following yesterday's match nothing absolutely nothing not even a single word how do you not say we at, or we apologize to the fans for what happened yesterday, first off, I don't know what in the world that has to do with me. So stop yelling at me about that. And B, does that first off, can you call a group that has spent almost three hundred million euros, um, to improve the club's finances? I mean, we're we're going to label them as not serious. First off, I mean, if that's the case, then um, we we have a serious problem here. If that's the case but i guess andy w- them speaking would i have liked it yeah but what would that have changed would that have made, made you feel better
1: no to me what would would make me feel better is uh, is to I, all i care about as a fan is that these problems these situations are are sorted out internally if if fonseca because we, today we had we had reports that if right now fonseca has been confirmed that the sack has not taken place and nor will it take place in the coming days. Um, If that confidence was really openly uh, given to him by the Friedkins today, if it was expressed clearly that we trust in you, you know, you have our confidence right now, that's all I care about. If that happened, then great. I don't need to know about it. I just want to, uh, I want to hope that that happened, um, because that's the only acceptable thing to do right now is to help the the, the coach steer the ship in the correct way and and uh, and um, avoid any more embarrassing incidents. Um, so again, but it's it's that one thing, man. It's first it was Palotta not being in Rome. That was the big thing. That was everything went wrong because palota wasn't there now we have uh, an owner that is constantly there the son of the owner is constantly there they all the attended almost every single game yeah, and uh, right. now it's the fact the the one thing that the fans like to point out is that they they keep a low profile and that's the wrong thing to do and everything would be much better if they didn't keep a low profile. I, you know, there is a point where I just can't comment on these things. I, I because- can't. Yeah, yeah. You know,
0: <laughs> now now I'm fired up because you went down this path. <laughs> you know, uh, listen for after I tweeted that I knew it, I, I knew where it was going. I shouldn't have even wrote the damn thing. It's a damned if you do, damned if you don't um because for, <laughs> yes. for ten years, I had people tag me every time Palata would speak they would call him a pig and all of these other things, okay uh, so they didn't like when Palauta spoke, so now we get the opposite of that right we 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 talked about this you and i we we talked about how different their personalities are, and now they're complaining about that so i you know I <laughs> I don't know what else to say. I I don't know how to respond to people who come back to me with that, who who take issue with Friedkin staying silent. I I I don't know how to respond to that because I I don't know what you want me to do. Because anytime I I I argue one way or the other, I <laughs> I could call the waiter of Palata, the friend of Friedkin. So it, you know, I no, I, but I you can't. You can't do. You position, can't do anything. Though.
1: Yeah, you can't do anything, man. This is you know, these are there are expectations and stuff that you just can't properly address. Um as a fan, I feel compelled to hope that everything that takes place internally um behind closed doors is done in good faith, is done for the good of the team. And that's why I'm saying let's wait till the end of the season. And then we'll we'll comment on Fonseca. We'll comment on the players. We'll comment on the Friedkins. Um That's it. I, I what I can't stand is that uh, within the last two weeks I'm hearing Pinto out. The guy just got here. I mean, the guy got COVID. How is how can be he? How can he be out already? Um, Fonseca out? Yes, okay. I can I can understand that there is frustration, but again, it's. Um, I think the the correct thing to do is uh, see what happens and then later on um deal with it and interpret w- w- the the events right now making these very unnecessary expectations demands um is is not going to bring any any sort of sa- personal satisfaction to anybody
0: so you have no problem with them not coming out and apologizing or even not freaking you, you know fienga One of the directors, Pinto, somebody,
1: that doesn't bother you, I guess, right?
0: I guess that 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 never bothered me,
1: you know, that never bothered me. I I wasn't somebody that uh, demanded to know what the hell happened with the Malcolm deal. Uh, And Roma gave in and uh, released the video where Monchi explained what happened and what went wrong. Um, I didn't need that. I, I, i'm i'm i don't usually need uh sort of reassurances from the club i want to see the reassurances on the pitch that's what to me that's what matters is what what you can show me on the pitch um that's where that's what that's don't we always say actions speak louder than words uh, why is that an exception for this club
0: yeah uh, listen again i'm just going to reiterate i i think it's a damned if they do damned if they don't Uh, you're going to have people take exception one way or the other i know at least from my opinion maybe you disagree but after six months of freaking i would much rather have their uh, way of operating right as opposed to yeah of course i I should
1: of course of course i mean it's um if I have to choose whether it is silence or a comment on uh, on a nine-golan sale uh, 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 in a pizzeria in Naples, then obviously. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, okay. Um, we're going on 50 minutes somehow. I, I don't know how we managed to fill this time. That in and of itself <laughs> is a miracle. I Listen, <laughs> for the Spezia match, I, I just... Okay, I I don't even know what to say. I I mean win and that's it, lose and I I don't know what we'll do. We'll have to find replacements for the next episode cuz I, <laughs> I I can't do this again. I can't do this for a third time in a row.
1: No, you can't no, it it can't happen. We'll have to um We'll just have to. I don't know. We'll we'll invite uh, we'll invite somebody to talk for us. I or we'll just play a, 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 an episode of of a show or something in the background. I. It's um. And I just want to say, man. It's uh. You you as a Cleveland fan have seen uh so much uh just um, things that not, PTSD yeah, I... induced stuff like uh, uh Sean Kemp. Uh, mm. like, uh, the, the best free agent in, in the NBA, the most requested free agent in the NBA, uh, uh, Andrew Bogut getting injured after 30 in seconds of playing seconds, time yeah. and ending his career that way. So I, you've seen a lot of shit, but I'm glad that this was a new low for you as well as for me. That was, it was a very, um, it, it made me feel better to, to sort of share this uh, this exhilaration, this uh, unbelievable ridiculousness of it all.
0: What is low is I stayed up until three in the morning because I was told that yes. there was a very faint possibility that <laughs> last night Dan freaking was so angry. I that googled wanted- you
1: you you texted something and I googled the time zone. I I googled Ohio time and it was four forty five in the morning. <laughs> Well, yeah.
0: Well, and, and I'm stuck here for the next uh, for the for the next few months. I won't be back at our place in Italy, so I can at least get on a normal time schedule. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I guess if that makes anybody feel better, Dan freaking was very angry, um, and there was this, uh, he did speak to some of his lawyers in in Houston yesterday. I, I don't know if that makes anybody feel better, but uh, he they were seriously considering sacking Fonseca. Um, but again, uh, after today, they uh, they opted not to after a second round of meetings with Pinto and, and Fienga. And this is what we're looking like moving forward. So uh, oh, they can't possibly do this again, right? At the weekend? Like, they, <laughs> like they've already trampled honest no. yep. enough within the span of, can you believe they've done all of this? It's not as if it was... <laughs> you know one weekend and then the next weekend andy they've done this within the span of like 72 hours i yep. mean what did we do to deserve this
1: yeah i'm not going to say anything because then it's oh you jinxed it or oh you contribute to the jinx so i'm just going to say let's win this let's let's win these upcoming matches let's turn this around okay for a change can we please please turn it around uh, can can january finally become a normal month in roma's calendar um, mm. it, it, it has to happen at some point. I saw a lot of people uh, say, oh, th- this has to happen. Well, I want to join in and say it has to happen at some point, doesn't it? I, I
0: mean, you would think, uh, you know, there is going to be a season, and I hope to God I'm just alive for it, where Roma actually win another Scudetto and we go an entire year without having to do this. And I long for the day, whenever that may be. I Again, I just hope I'm alive to see it. Because it, it absolutely sucks doing these podcasts like this. It, it is the most not mind-numbing experience. Not that I don't enjoy shooting the breeze with you, Andy, but...
1: <laughs> no, of course, I mean, it's but it's negative. It's nauseating. It's nauseating. Yeah, I mean, yeah. come
0: on, man. Um, I, but seriously... um. In the middle of like uh, two in the morning yesterday, I thought to myself, "Oh shit, man! If they drop points at the weekend, I—I I, I mean, Andy, even a draw, a draw would would bring out emotions that I don't even know beyond my children being born that I don't know were even <laughs> capable of being felt." Okay, yeah. so I am so scared because, man. It, <laughs> We are in this very weird moment, you know. We, we're we're considering this sort of like collapse, but <laughs> usually the uh, Roma collapses. They're not just two games. Usually they're they're for a span of like four to yep. six matches. Yes. So if we're simply just going on um, going on history, if this slide does continue. I fear that we're not even halfway through it which the prospect of that is terrifying.
1: Yeah. Then that's that's why we got to turn this around. It ha- it, there there has to be a change. I you know, I I don't care what it takes. This team has to show some balls. They needs they need to everybody from the coach to the players to Jekyll finally figuring out, again, how to use his legs, you're supposed to kick the ball with them, and the ball is supposed to end in the back of the net. Please, please. And mm. Pedro, I I I know you you came here, and it's very comfortable, but please don't turn into Iturbe because oh. I loved Iturbe dearly, but you don't have the same charm as, as that little guy. So it, that it, 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 it's multitude of situations that need to be figured out collectively and individually. But this has to happen at some point. We have to uh, we have to get out of this because it's impossible to keep spinning in circles and then having us on here. Man, this is the third year I'm doing this with you for three consecutive years. We've been here in January just uh, knocking and 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 talking <laughs> and and just talking bullshit because this team keeps making the same mistakes so for once please roma do handle your business it's
0: not even like we're asking a whole lot you know again i can deal with losses what i can't deal with is circus unfolding before my eyes and saponara chipping palope or i'm sorry chipping fuzato fuzato yes Uh, from uh, 75 yards out i mean i don't think that is that big of a request as is using the proper number of substitutions the bar that we have set i feel is is pretty low so roma please all right we we will be back after Spets. unfortunately yes fingers crossed we'll chat with you in a few days until then ciao ciao